Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. And I'll tell you, a smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Get a business insurance quote online in as little as six minutes. You can do that by visiting Progressive.com. Well, well, well. I guess Tom Brady at the end of his rope in New England had more than enough of Bill Belichick more than Bill Belichick had enough of him. Now, the upcoming documentary of Dynasty debuts today on Apple Plus TV. And Tom Brady let it be known there was no way he was going to return to New England as a free agent in 2020 with you-know-who still as the head coach. Direct quote as transcribed by The Athletic. Me and Coach Belichick, what we did, we loved and competed for 20 years together. But I wasn't going to sign another contract in New England, even if I wanted to play until I was 50. Based on how things had gone, I wasn't going to sign up for more of it, end quote. Wow. Uh, but that also shows you that, you know, when you're doing something for a very, very long time and, you know, you're consistent in doing it and you have longevity, that sometimes you can actually get tired of something. And for Bill Belichick, for his side of things, uh, obviously he was tired of Tom Brady being around and felt like Tom Brady couldn't, you know, be the guy that he needed for to be needed him to be for the New England Patriots. Sure. And for Tom Brady, he started to feel that friction and started to see the writing on the walls at the same time as well. So he felt like, hey, I wasn't coming back regardless. But I, I, I love that all this is coming out now because it doesn't make us guess what yeah. Tom Brady was thinking. Yes. Good right. Point. So now we know how Tom Brady felt and we know uh, how he literally felt about the entire situation. And f- for him to be transparent, mm-hmm. along with other guys as well, mm-hmm. it's great for us in the media. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to play guess who no more, Freddie. No, we don't. It's no, right don't. here on the platter for us. Yeah, just reading at that statement and listening to it, two things jumped in my head. Number one, how much of this, because people in the NFL pay attention, they may have known about this for more than a minute. Mm-hmm. But I wonder how much of what we saw last year was Bill Belichick's last dance in the National Football League. Because other teams, we thought about it, but we decided not to. The Atlanta Falcons said, we, we they interviewed him not once, but twice. And so they said, nah, we're going to go with Raheem Morris and try to make sure that we have a better future, no matter what kind of pedigree Bill Belichick brought to the table. So I wonder how much of that could have been the last dance of Bill Belichick in 2023. That's number one. Number two, I'm going to go back to something that you just said in terms of wanting something new or putting up with somebody, dealing with stuff. Tom Brady got to the point where he said, I'm not tolerating this anymore. I tolerated for 20 years because I was going to be there for my guys. I was going to be there for my team. I knew that no matter what, we were going to band together as a band of brothers. He just happened to be our head coach, not going to question what he did for us and what he did for my career. He made Tom Brady and Tom Brady made him when it comes to Bill Belichick. 
but it gets to a certain point in your life where you say, I don't want to tolerate this anymore. The grind, the potential championship, the potential riches that it's going to bring football-wise and money-wise, I've done it for 20 years. I want to go somewhere else. I want to be able to go on vacation and not have to worry about if Bill Belichick is wondering if I'm on vacation enough or taking too much vacation. Tom Brady had enough of Bill Belichick in those ways because after 20 years, he earned the right to say, I want to do something else. I want to be somewhere else, and I do not want to tolerate this no matter what kind of success we had any longer. And for me, my favorite Tom Brady moment uh, or, or era is when he got to Tampa. Right when mm-hmm. he was able to really express himself and have fun on social media, trolling people, and we've seen a lot more of Tom Brady being the outgoing guy. Absolutely, more so we did we more so than we did when he was in New England. Also, when you look at a guy like Rob Gronkowski, when you see him, you know, go away from the game and then yeah. he's back to go play with Tom Brady, uh-huh. that also makes you think, okay. Did New England drive him crazy? Right. Was it too much for him? And right. someone I'm very, very close with, Dion Branch, who was a Super Bowl MVP of the Super Bowl that they won in 2003 season, I believe, versus Carolina. I talk to Dion all the time about stuff, and I remember asking him about what did Tom Brady do to elevate your play? Mm-hmm. Um, what did he teach you? And he was yeah. like, well, he didn't teach me anything. He just made you elevate your play because he was so great at things right and you didn't want to disappoint and you didn't want to be in a situation where he didn't trust you because he, he uh-huh. literally told me yeah all right now you you mess up a few times tom brady ain't coming back to you right he ain't throwing that football to you mm-hmm. so it, it made you want to be consistent it made you want to step your game up and be better in those regards and do everything necessary to to be able to make those strides as an individual yeah and it, and it was beneficial for the team goal, those are the things that Tom Brady did to you. And we've seen when he went to Tampa the influence Absolutely. that he has. Absolutely. Everyone, everyone wants to go there. We've seen Leonard Fournette. You see uh, Gronkowski. You've seen so many guys be so ecstatic and be so happy to be around a living legend, in my opinion. Yep. And then winning that Super Bowl the very first year in Tampa, man, yep. that took Tom Brady from the highs of all high and put him up there in heaven. Yeah, because the good way. Yeah, because anytime you're right, <laughs> there, there, there's, I, hope, I hope that's not a bad place in heaven. I, I hope that's not the case. Oh, that's what they call it hell. That's what they call it as far as that goes. <laughs> Here's something to that point that you just made because the minute he got to Tampa Bay, he felt free. Because there's no way he would have celebrated a Super Bowl championship the way they celebrate in Tampa Bay in New England like that. Bill Belichick, he wanted to control everything, even the celebrations. It seemed like it was like a recital that you, oh, like, yay, well done, Tito. You didn't screw up. That's what it felt like. Tampa Bay, man, man, it was like an old movie Caligula with Tom Brady throwing the Super Bowl trophy across the bow and everything like that. I think people were drunk at 9 o'clock in the morning. Players, fans, executives, et cetera. So the fact that he was able to feel free. By the way, I'm going to ask this question. Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. The upcoming documentary, The Dynasty, debuts today on Apple Plus TV. It's a 10-part docu-series. And Tom Brady according to the Athletic as transcribed by them, said, and I quote, me and Coach Belichick, we did what we loved and competed for 20 years together. But I wasn't going to sign another contract in New England, even if I wanted to play until I was 50. Based on how things had gone, I wasn't going to sign up for more of an end quote. Has Bill Belichick coached his last game in the NFL? Let us know, Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. You, Harry, and I know this. 
people talk in the NFL. People share information in the NFL. I wonder how many people are paying attention to this, may have already known it, or may give them cause to say, yeah, I'm really, really glad that we didn't make a full-court press to bring Bill Belichick to our football team we had a coaching vacancy. Well, if you're any team in the National Football League, I would hope you would not ignore it, right? Because we always talk about how when people are certain ages and they're stuck in their ways, it's hard for them to get out of certain things that they are so accustomed to doing. Sure. And the way that they are accustomed to being and the way that they are accustomed to thinking, right? So Mm -hmm. Bill Belichick is not getting younger. Bill Belichick is what, 71, 72 years old? He'll be 72 soon, yes. So, And I think one of the things that, that, that covered so much up in New England is the fact that they were able to win six Super Bowls. And you won so much, so you didn't really hear much gripe about A, B, C, or D. Sure. Because, hey, if we win, how much griping can you do? It's, it's not room for much. Right, okay. So, so based on that, in your opinion, in your gut, mm-hmm. do you think that Bill Belichick has coached his last game in the NFL? Uh, I don't. Okay. Why? I don't. And Why? it's because when I look at teams like the New York Giants, okay. who – have a coach right now in Brian Dable who coached under Bill Belichick and things didn't go so well last season at any given moment that can go a different direction. Okay. When I see things down in new Orleans with Dennis Allen and you on paper, you have one of the best rosters in the national football league, but you can't get the best out of those guys. Mm -hmm. It leaves the door open. When you look at the New York jets and you look at that defense and how great they are, but because they're on the football field so much, you can't hide everything. Right. Robert Sala has opened that door. So you still have so many teams that have questioned a head coach at the head coaching position, wondering if their guys can get it done. You have the Dallas Cowboys and Mike McCarthy. You have Nick Seriani Seriani with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So I just named five teams right. that could potentially in two thousand and twenty five okay. have new head coaches. The possibilities are endless. I'll give you my answer if I think Bill Belichick has coached his last game. Harry Douglas does not believe that. Blast in New Mexico at 888-729-3776. Blast, in your opinion, has Bill Belichick coached his last game in the National Football League when it comes to 2023? I think as far as the head coach goes, yeah, for sure. Uh, The game has evolved. Things are moving too fast for him, man. Once he lost Brady, he lost a lot of his punch, if you will, um, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but, you know, he's, like you said, 71 years old. Look what happened to Pete Carroll. They let him go. He may be somewhere on a football team. He may be somewhere with the franchise, but I don't think he's going to get another head coaching job because if somebody wanted him, they would have scooped him up. He's the best of all time. So here's the, the most interesting part about this all, because when you think about all those teams where Brady and Belichick were together, yeah. um, after a certain part, once Brady really turned that corner, mm-hmm. Bill Belichick could literally focus more so on the defensive side of the ball. Absolutely. Because when you have, as Coach Herm Edwards called him, Captain America, offensively, and he's orchestrating things, and you having everyone follow him, and he's doing everything that he's supposed to do, and he's winning the Super Bowl, and you know you have an opportunity because he's your quarterback, it takes a lot of pressure off Bill Belichick. So let's just say what if he can find another guy like that at the quarterback position Mm. 
on the mm-hmm. offensive side where he doesn't have to mm-hmm. worry about so much from that standpoint and can just focus on the overall team and right. defensive yeah, things. If, if that's his plan, he better come with a new plan because guys like Tom Brady, you don't just go to the quarterback tree and pluck another one when you have a guy like that. He had a once-in-a-generational kind of quarterback that nobody saw coming. But we, we've, we've heard from Adam Schef- Schefter. Yeah. That, you know, if Andy Reid decides to walk away from the game, that he, mm-hmm. you know, wouldn't put it past yeah. Bill Belichick to end up there. I hope I hope that doesn't happen because Kansas. I don't want it to yeah, happen. Kansas is such a fun <laughs> team to watch and see. Bill Belichick would take all the fun out of that. Guys wouldn't be able to do it. The guys might retire in the spot if they knew that Bill Belichick was going to become their head coach because there's nothing fun and warm and fuzzy about him. And that's what has made him very, very successful. He has not missed a happy-go-lucky. That Patriot way worked for all those years because you knew exactly what you were getting into. But I just want, if I'm a guy like Patrick Mahomes, I can respect Bill Belichick all I want. I don't think I want to be under that. I don't think I want him coaching me and overanalyzing everything when it comes to that. Big joiner in New Orleans at 888-729-3776. Harry Douglas does not believe Bill Belichick has coached his last game in the National Football League. Big joiner, what say you? I'm agreeing with Harry, my brother, even though we rivals because I'm a who that and he's a Falcon. I loved him. Love your career, my brother. But Thank you. I, I think with Bill Belichick's uh, uh, defensive, you know, acronym and also situational football is so important. We saw it with San Francisco not taking the ball, I mean, taking the ball in overtime, man. All that's important. That's what made this man who he is. Now, with the right team, Yes, he'll be successful again. I don't think he can get to a franchise where he has to start from the bottom. But if he has players, like you said, New Orleans, my team, I'm not a Dennis Allen fan as far as a head coach because I don't think he, you know, um, demands more structure. But I would take Bill Belichick on that team, man, and I think he would get us where we need to be. If I was New Orleans to big join this point, because I'm still – not on the fence. I just wonder in this day and age if the Bill Belichick way will work, no matter kind of pedigree has gone on with him. That's just how I feel. I still think that maybe, just maybe, maybe, just maybe, last year was it for Bill Belichick. And this documentary is probably not going to help if people pay attention to it. But the big joiner's point, if I were the Saints and I knew Bill Belichick was out there, man, I'd have gone after him hook, line, and sinker. There is no way. If I got a Bill Belichick out there and I'm a Saints team like that with that kind of talent but did not have the right kind of coaching, I would have moved on from Dennis Allen. Not trying to fire people. I'm glad he kept his job. As someone who's been unemployed a couple of times in his life, I don't advocate people getting fired. But if I were the Saints and Bill Belichick's out there, they should have explored that possibility to see if he was interested. Freddie, I would love Bill Belichick in New Orleans, baby. Hit it! Go, Bill B, go, Bill B, go. Go, Bill B, go, Bill B, go. Go, Bill B, go, Bill B, go. In a N-O, in a N-N-O. Go, Bill B, go, Bill B, go. Yes, go down and coach in the N-O. <laughs> It'd be worth it just to have that press conference with Bill Belichick, the, you know, Beignets. I've heard of Ben knows, but never beignets. It would have been worth it just to hear him try to get used to the lingo in that part of the country that is very, very passionate about their voodoo, their football, and their food. And Bill Belichick seems to be the opposite of all that, except when it comes to football. 
What is this gumbo? I'm loose to cl- I'm used to clam chowder. What is this gumbo? You know my you know my answer would be I said, yeah, it's clam chowder, all right. Times twenty five when it comes to the fire department. That's what that is when it comes to gumbo. Heath in Florida, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Thanks for calling us on the Freddie Harry calling line on ESPN Radio. Harry believes that Bill Belichick will coach again. I'm thinking the opposite. Heath, where do you stand? Hey, guys, thank you for having me. Um, I think he has coached his last game. Um, look at his record before Brady. Look at his record after Brady. And look at the way the kids are coming out of college now. They want everything handed to them. I just think the way he coaches um, is just not conducive to the kids coming out of college right now. Um that's just my two cents. One, one, one quick thing you sure. guys talked about yesterday yeah. about Kyle Shanahan in uh-huh. the 49ers. Uh-huh. Do you mind me talking about that real quick? Have at it. Um, I, I am a Mizzou alum, and when Steve Wilkes <laughs> left Mizzou, I was so happy, so happy. But what he did with the 49ers defense, he was a scapegoat. And I, I got one question for you. What's the difference between Kyle Shanahan and Mike McCarthy. Ooh. He's getting to the game, but he can't get him over the hump. Ooh. I appreciate you guys taking my call. I appreciate you, Heath. Well, for Mike McCarthy, and I hate bringing this up because I was a part of the team on the losing side, mm-hmm. he he won a Super Bowl. Yes, he did. Kyle, Kyle hasn't won one. Mm-hmm. 2010, mm-hmm. number one seed, mm-hmm. Atlanta Falcons, Green Bay Packers squeaking to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Wild card team, mm-hmm. they go on a damn run. Yeah, because they were not afraid of the moment. Mm-mm. And he didn't stay formulaic when he had to go with his football instincts. He trusted those football instincts when things were not going right in any playoff game or in any playoff situation during that run. Bill Belichick is formulaic, but he always do something in big games to keep you off balance, offensively and defensively. Kyle Shanahan believes so much in his formula that I wonder at times if he feels that he has to go against it it means that everything that he knows may not may, may not factor in his mind and say, well, maybe I need to try something different. I think at times he's too formulaic for his own good Sometimes you got to trust those guys that's on the field, man. Yeah, sometimes it's about coaching football trust and understanding them. that, not just trying to numbers or analytic or analyze things too much. There can be too much paralysis by analysis, over analysis, and I wonder how much of that has affected a guy like Kyle Shanahan that never, ever seemed to be the case with Bill Belichick. You had to beat him and out-coach him. He was not going to give it to you when he had his run with the New England Patriots. Corey in Virginia, does it feel more and more like that Bill Belichick coached his last game in the NFL when it came to 2023? I'm going to tell you what. The media is making it seem like it is, but I definitely don't think it is. It is Because after this year, we're going to see who's going to succeed. We're going to see who's going to fail miserably. And those people who want discipline and structure in, in their organization are going to come running to Bill Belichick to pay him whatever he wants to get their act in order. So that's why I stand on that with Bill Belichick. No matter how hard knows or how what the, the word out in the league is on him, he still has multiple championships with his formula. Well, I mean, and he's an executive too. Just to, uh, to, to your point earlier, that uh, if he could get a quarterback to be like his exo, you know, so to speak, and, and run everything down, it'll trickle down to everyone else, just like he did it with uh, Tom Brady in New England. Well, Corey, real quick, he had eight opportunities for coaching vacancies this year, and only one team ran towards him. 
there are no guarantees that when coaching well, vacancies happen next year, and they're going to be some, that they're going to run towards Bill Belichick if they're in the desperate situation. True, but here's my take on that. I believe, now this is just my theory, that uh, you can tell with the trend of all of the younger coaches coming in with the successes they are having, mm-hmm. I think that the owners came together and said, we're going to make a push, we're going to give these younger uh, people a chance and not just use the uh, you know the usual suspects in the, ca- in the coaching carousel. They've added some new younger faces. They're going to try that. It's going to be an experiment maybe one, two years, but then the, those who, are, who filter down through that, who don't succeed, they're going to be running to Bill Belichick to, to see what he can offer to their program. Well, they'll have to run to Bill Belichick because at 72 or 73 years of age, he ain't running to them. <laughs> by the coin virginia great call by the way great call by the way but you know it, seriously i kid because i don't care but they're gonna have to run to him or all oh, the owners have to send somebody younger to run to him instead of the other way around if he's out of football 2024 and out of football 2025 that's it yeah there's that's no a, way that's, it's a wrap yeah there's no way two yeah. years as great as he was and still may be if you're out of the nfl for two years as head coach more often than not, that train does not reverse itself in your favor. Keep weighing in. Does it feel more and more like Bill Belichick will not get another head coaching job or was the last dance, not the last dance for him in 2023? Keep weighing in at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. In the NBA, Doc Rivers is hoping that the Bucks will not be his last coaching job. So far, the early returns have not been good. We'll talk to two-time NBA champ and ask him, why is it not working for Doc Rivers and the Bucks so far after 10 games? It's Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It is the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Sirius X and Channel 80, and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Ten games in, and it's not been a good ten games for Doc Rivers and the Milwaukee Bucks. They lost last night to the Memphis Grizzlies, and a bunch of Grizzlies players were not full-fledged NBA players, guys on 10-day contracts beating the Bucks. When that game was over? First play, we gamble for the 50th time in the corner. Guy drives. Uh, we have to help. Leads to a three. We come back in this on our set. Two guys forget what we're running. Then we miss the shot, and then nobody gets back. That's how we start out the third quarter. That tells you all you need to know about where our heads were. We had some guys here, and we had some guys in Kabul. Yikes. Let's bring in a guy who played in the NBA. As a matter of fact, he has not one but two championship rings. He's also an ESPN radio host. He is Norris Cole. Hit him on Twitter at PG30 underscore Cole. Norris, you heard that what Doc Rivers had to say. Three and seven after their first 10 games. What's up with Doc and the Bucks not meshing so far, Norris? Well, right now, I think what you heard from Doc is a frustration mentally in game, pan- game plan planning. Um, focusing on the game plan. When you when you have, have missed assignments um, like that, there's not much the coach can really do about that. That's the, that's player accountability and being focused on your assignment, taking your taking your job serious and understanding what type of intensity it takes to compete at a championship level. Because let's be honest, the Milwaukee Bucks are about winning the championship. They're not about just being a top three seed in the East. They're not about just you know winning a couple playoff games. They're they're trying to be a championship level organization, a championship level team, and so I think they're not putting forth championship level focus right now. Uh, but I believe they still have time. I really, really do. Norris, that's one of the things I brought up to Freddie is that. I honestly feel like that's inexcusable, right? You have a new coach coming in. You know he's going to implement some new things. So your attention to detail has to be that much higher, not so much the outside things. And also on the offensive Mm -hmm. end, you have a guy calling a play, and you have two guys that don't know what the hell is going on. That's inexcusable. I want you to touch on when you're in a situation and somebody else is new is coming in, what's your attention to detail has to be in order to make things right, especially when you're struggling like the Milwaukee Bucks are right now? It has to be an even more heightened sense of intensity. It has to be an even more heightened sense of focus. One, you're already struggling. So, you know, you want to play better. You want to get get the ship right. But then, two, you have a new coach coming in who's going to implement some new things that you may not know already. So the room for error is slim, slim to none right now. And so that level of focus has to be there. You can't just look at it as, oh, this is just a, the dog part of the season, you know, February, uh, January, this is just the middle of the season, I'll snap into it. No, right now you need to have playoff-like intensity focus as much as you can now so that you can get to that end result. And I feel like right now some of the – some of the guys on the team, you know, they're a little casual right now in their approach to the season, you know, thinking that, oh, eventually it'll just happen. But you can't expect it to happen. You have to work it to make it happen. And that starts mentally in your preparation, making sure that, that, that you're focused when you get out there. Two-time NBA champion, I'm sorry, two-time NBA champion, Norris Cole, ESPN Radio host, joining us here on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. 
Norris, you, you played with my brother Tony Douglas in 2013. He, both of you guys played with LeBron. What was that mm-hmm. attention to detail and that attention to focus playing with a guy like that? Well, one, you had to make sure you knew your assignment from studying. Like, if you got out there and you wasn't focused, he would be able to tell, like, he hasn't watched film. Um, he hasn't put in his game time reps in practice. You know, he would be able to tell. And obviously the coaches and the other vets would be able to tell. So for us, you know, guys like me and your brother, we always had to make sure we knew our job inside and out. And so that came from film study. That came from knowing the philosophy, the terminology, um, that came from knowing not film study just on ourselves, but on ourselves and the opponent who we're going to be playing against, and knowing our teammates. You know, as point guards, you know you have to know you know where your teammates are supposed to be in line with where you're supposed to be, and so that's the type of focus we had to have on a team like that. You know, playing with you know with LeBron and with Coach Spo, and you know having Pat Riley upstairs because every everything was being watched and evaluated, and it was. You know, our team back then, it was championship or nothing. If you're Giannis Antetokounmpo and you're 3-7 and seven with Doc Rivers as your head coach, how would you handle that, this lack of attention to detail and guys not being locked in after the first 10 games? Well, he has to look at himself first. And I don't know everything that went into having Adrian Griffin fired, but it's hard for me to believe that he didn't have anything to do with that. So he has to take accountability for himself first and understand some things happen that he allowed to happen uh, with the firing of, uh, of Mr. Griffin. And then secondly, you know, he, he can't let up on, on, on the guys. You know, this is a time in, in leadership where sometimes you have to make people uncomfortable. And so if he's giving it everything he has and if he's as focused as he's supposed to be, he has to make sure that he's in there raising Kane, making sure that everyone else is on edge. So they shouldn't be comfortable. There should be nobody should be walking into that practice facility feeling all good and comfortable. He should be making sure everyone is on edge, understanding that, hey, this is not acceptable and we have to turn it around, not next month, but we need to turn this around today in practice, the next day in practice. And then when we get out there on the court in the game, we have to turn it around quarter by quarter, minute by minute, half by half, game by game. And that's if I was him, that's what I would be doing. And I would be talking to Doc Rivers, like, you know, how did you handle things in Boston? How did how did Kevin Garnett handle things? I would call Kevin Garnett, like, hey, how did you how did you handle things um, in your career when you was MVP level, defensive player of the year level, caliber player, and your teams weren't, you know, wasn't succeeding the way that they should be? How did you handle it? If I was Giannis, that's the approach that I would have. Now, I want to touch on the Clippers a little bit because they've been playing some excellent basketball, in my opinion. Uh, Ty Lue has figured things out. Russell Westbrook's coming off the bench. James Harden has played really well. They're really gelling. When you look at the Los Angeles Clippers, what do you see currently? I see total buy-in. You know, Ty Lue has everyone on the same page, and I see total buy-in. And you can tell there's total buy-in because of the body language. One thing you can't hide is body language. And so when they make great plays for one another, you can tell through their celebration, through the bench, the elation. And then when they do go through laws during the game where things may not be right, another team goes on a run, you can tell that their body language, it doesn't collapse. They still you know, have a certain look about themselves, like it's okay, they just went on a run, we're going to get out of it. And so that's what I see. I see total buy-in. 
Um, they trust James Harden with the ball, and he's done a great job of balancing when to look for his own shot versus when to cook it up for everyone else and, and, and make the game easier for them. And then obviously Kawhi Leonard, when he's healthy, he's you know he's a top five, top ten player in the NBA. So he's been healthy, and so I think that's that's what I see so far. Norris, I will say this, man. You know, I miss those Miami Heat, those Heatle days. Hell, I thought I was playing for the Heat. I was down there so much. I miss those wonderful days, man. Boy, boy, let me tell you. You talk about a time in my life where it was excellente. Oh, boy. You guys are taking us to a place that is magnificent and frightening at the same time. And I don't even know what went on. I got a pretty good idea as far as that goes. Boy, I ain't paid for nothing during that stretch. I ain't pay for one thing. <laughs> you and me both, brother. <laughs> I, was say, I was wondering if you were going to trampoline off of that North saying, hey, if he, didn't pay, if he didn't pay for anything, he didn't pay for Miami. I know for damn sure I didn't pay for anything. I paid for Miami. <laughs> hey, what, what's the song? What Drake, what Drake say? What a time. What a time yeah. to be alive, yeah. baby. Now you took Norris back to a place that he's going to be smiling all day long. Hit him on Twitter <laughs> at PG30 Ooh-wee. underscore Cole. He is Norris Cole, not just a two-time NBA champion, but also ESPN radio host. And Harry had a chance to put him in a hot tub time machine and take him back to what a time it was. He joined us here on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you, Norris. Keep up the great work, my friend, ESPN radio. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You too. And by the way, don't forget NBA All-Star Weekend happening this weekend. It continues with State State Farm All-Star Saturday night. Radio coverage presented by Indeed begins tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern time on most ESPN radio stations. And by the by, be sure to tune into the Black History Always NBA All-Star Special hosted by Freddie Coleman. That's me and Harry Douglas. That's him airing multiple times this weekend on ESPN radio. Maybe just maybe Harry would take us back to the days in Miami when his brother played there when that was a time. Maybe, just maybe not. We'll just move on from that. We move on to Bill Belichick. And based on the docuseries coming out today, The Dynasty, on Apple Plus TV and Tom Brady, let it be known, 20 years of Bill Belichick was enough. He was not going to do that for one more year. People pay attention. How much may pay attention to say, maybe, just maybe, Bill Belichick has played and coached his last game in the NFL. What say you at Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Do you believe Bill Belichick had his last dance, 20 and 23? Or will he coach again in the NFL? Hit us up on the Freddie Harry call in line at 888-729-3776 and be heard on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Was last year it for Bill Belichick as far as that goes coaching in the National Football League? Well, Tom Brady, the upcoming documentary, The Dynasty, right now dropping it in Apple TV+. Plus. He said that after doing it for 20 years, there was no way he was going to do that again. He said, even if I wanted to play until it was 50, Based on, how th- based on how things had gone, I was not going to sign up for more of it, end quote. Well, Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL insider, when he was on Get Up last month, before the Atlanta News in terms of Bill Belichick not taking that job, it was put out there that if Andy Reid decided to retire, could Bill, Bill Belichick have been next in line? This is purely speculative. I want to be very clear. Okay. And we're just throwing this out there, sure. having some fun. Uh-huh. But we've heard over and over about the possibility uh-huh. that at some point in time, Andy Reid could walk away okay. from football. So if the Chiefs were to win the Super Bowl this year, right. could that, would that make him more likely to walk? Okay. And if he did walk at that point in time and you're the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. and Bill Belichick were still sitting out there, uh-huh. would that not be an interesting possibility if that's what Andy Reid decided to do, to go take a run at arguably the greatest coach of all time and to replace one legend with another? Again, we're having fun. We're throwing things out there. <laughs> okay. But that's interesting to watch if the Chiefs can find their way to win the Super Bowl. Because that would have been the opposite of fun if Andy Reid retired up there. It'd be the San Francisco 49ers and they hired Bill Belichick. That would have been the opposite of fun. <laughs> well, I think another thing, too, that uh, I think I just heard Travis Kelsey recently say that yeah. as long as Andy Reid is there, mm-hmm. he will be playing. Yes. When Andy is done, he's going to be done. Exactly. And because it's a lot more fun to play for guys like that than a guy who's never been fun, despite his pedigree, when it comes to Bill Belichick. I'm sure he has fun, but we've never seen it. If you're Patrick Mahomes, you're mm. like, hey, coach and, yeah. and Travis, mm. you know, you guys stay around as long as possible. You know, be... don't, don't you guys go retiring on me. Exactly, because based on him having too much fun, Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL insider, the NFL does not need that fun being ruined for Kansas City unless you're a Raiders, Chargers, Broncos fan, and everybody else in the AFC. Harry does not think Bill Bell just coached his last game. I'm leaning on the opposite. What about you at 888-729-3776? Randy in the great state of Arizona. Has Bill Belichick coached his last game? Why or why not? Hey, before my Belichick comment, i got to say, your team's a recipe for great radio. Thank you. Freddie, you're the master chef. Harry, you're the secret sauce that makes any topic better. And Devin and Shannon are your sous chefs. You guys do a great job. Nice. Thank you for that, my man. Thank okay. you. Okay. It, 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 and the only other thing, Harry, at the end, if we get a minute, I had a recent trip to Vegas, which came out with a new nickname for you, as well as I could beat your plane story two months ago where you were the ear taffy between the two ladies. So, oh, but, okay. Uh, but I, I, Adam it was going down the road that I'm going, I 
really think that Andy Reid still may retire, and I think he would have announced it if we didn't have the tragedy in Kansas City right after the parade. And if he did, I say that that would end up being a movie remake of The Patriot Way 2 with Bill Belichick as Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes as Tom Brady, Travis Kelsey as the Gronk, and Chris Jones as Teddy Bruschi because he needs a mature team that's sort of on autopilot that's already made ready to get him 25 wins quick. I'll tell you, like, my only concern with that would be, not my only, but some of my concerns, those players, right? How would they be shell-shocked? How many guys, free agency-wise, would be willing to come back? How many guys Mm -hmm. would be like, you know what, I got to get the hell out of here? Yeah. We have our two rings. Uh, Another thing, too, when it comes to defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo, Mm -hmm. like, is he going to remain as a defensive coordinator? Because I love the way he's been able to do things with that defense and those young players and scheming for the opponent and taking away some of the greatest things that you like to do. Bill Belichick does a great job of that, too. But what Spags has done has been phenomenal. And remember this, if something like that could happen – Bill Belichick may be better as a kind of a CEO and not having so much hands-on when it comes to defense. If that scenario presented itself with the Kansas City Chiefs, he may be more in line to be more of a CEO and not a head coach and know that he has the trust in his staff that can get those kind of things done. Phil in Virginia, has Bill Belichick coached his last game in the NFL? Why or why not? Go ahead, brother Phil. I wanted Phil to have a chance to have a conversation, Harry. And we understand people got other things to do. We clearly understand that life gets in the way. It gets in the way of that when it comes to that. So, Phil, if you call us back, we won't refuse you. We won't just shun you. That's not what we do here on Freddie and Harry. Although, I won't get mad, Phil. You know, okay, because you had a look in your face like I don't know, Freddie. I might have to shun Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had that kind of look on your face a little bit. One of our favorites is unique. Oh, we don't have time to take Unique? I'm looking at the time. We got like a minute left before the yeah. hard out. We yeah. can't take Unique. We can't yeah. put Unique up against the clock really with can't. a minute left. Yeah, good point on that one, Shannon Penn. Good point. Unique needs he, – he needs to – He needs his time. He needs his time. He needs room. Yeah, if I try to, you know, do that to Unique, man, yeah, I can't do that. I couldn't do that uh, to he him. Might, he might not forgive us for that. Oh, I know he won't forgive me. He might forgive you. But I know he won't forgive me. If I Professor <laughs> if I had me up against the clock. Exactly, yeah. I don't I don't want to be I don't ever want to be on using anybody's bad side, but there's certain people I had to call our show. I do I don't ever want to be on their bad side. Unique is on that side of the column. Wolf is the other one. Oh, Wolf of Virginia, no doubt. No doubt. You don't want to be on their bad hey, Wolf, side. Wolf, we man. got you too, Wolfie. We see you. Unique we and see Wolf, you, we Wolf. get into you guys. We got you next segment. Sounds like the ultimate arbiter. <laughs> It's a unique wolf world. We got you both, fellas. <laughs> now we're going to have to come up with a bumper sticker for that because <laughs> it's a unique wolf world when you listen to Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit us up on Twitter anytime you want to. HDougs83. That's Harry's handle. My handle at Coleman ESPN. Another coach with a pedigree is not having a good time in Milwaukee when it comes to Doc Rivers and the Bucks and their slow start. How can they flip it around? A relative will tell you next. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.